Hello, and welcome to another edition of LEA's Our Voice, a podcast designed to keep our persons served, parents, guardians, and friends in the know. I'm your host, Mike Leon, and as always, we welcome your comments on this podcast and your input on what you'd like us to talk about in the future. Send those comments to podcasts at le-academy.org. That's podcasts at le-academy.org. On today's edition of LEA's Our Voice, we are back in the studio at the LEA Warren Program doing a podcast on a very special group of guys. They are the men of Boy Scout Troop 390. It just so happens that eight of these guys are also individuals that attend the programs at LEA Warren and Shelby. What's even more phenomenal is that all 17 members of Boy Scout Troop 390 are Eagle Scouts. For those that don't know a lot about the Boy Scouts of America and Eagle Scouts, it is the highest attainable rank in that organization, and it's a hard rank to achieve. Representing Troop 390 today is committee chairperson Vicki Jablonski and her son and Eagle Scout, Stephen Jablonski. Vicki and Stephen, welcome to Our Voice. Thank you for having us. It's our, it's our pleasure. Let's get things started with Vicki. As a committee chairperson of Troop 390, you're also known as the boss lady for basically running the show. Tell us a bit about your duties as that chairperson. As a chairperson, I oversee every all the smaller committees, subcommittees that we have, and I kind of keep all the boys in line. We try to make sure that all the boys, whatever they want and they need, I'm the one that they come to, and then we try to make sure that the parents and the staff help figure out a way to get it done. So there's a lot of phone calls made and a lot of emails, I'm sure. Yes. And texting. Uh, Troop 390 was established in 1979. How many scouts did the troop begin with? The troop began with 10 scouts. Um, It was uh, a dad who wanted to have something done for his boys, so he started the troop, and then there was a couple other parents that jumped in to help, and those other boys became scouts too. Wow, 42 years as a Boy Scout troop. What is your membership now? Our membership now is 17 scouts. Okay. Now, one of the great things about your troop is that all remaining 17 members have achieved the highest rank of Eagle Scout. That's no easy feat. Um, How many years of hard work did it take to achieve this goal? Okay. For, to, to make them up to the 17 scouts, it took us uh, took me 13 years. When I started being the chairperson, there was eight scouts out of 25 that were eagles. And I promised myself that before, before the scouts got to the point where they couldn't be eagle scout, that we would make sure that we would find a net make effort to, to have them to get, become scouts. To become an Eagle Scout, a normal Eagle Scout, they have to be Eagle Scout by the time they're 18 years old. And they have to achieve 13 merit badges that are Eagle requirements. And then they can do um, seven or eight other ones that they have to have. Wow. I, I thought I saw you nodding your head. Are you familiar with scouting? Or maybe I was just a little bit? Darren was a scout. Yeah. Don't be ashamed to tell that. Yeah. Now... As far as achieving this goal, Mm -hmm. what are some of the things they had to do? They had to do, um, they have 13 merit badges that are required merit badges. 
They're the badges that are up on the top of my son's sash. Some of them are citizenship of the community, citizenship of the, uh, of the government, and emergency preparedness is one of the most important ones, and so is first aid. So emergency preparedness and first aid kind of go side by side. Some of the requirements are basically the same, but with emergency preparedness, they have to know how to get out of buildings. They need to show, show do like a project and do a map and show that um, all the exits and then we usually practice and say, okay, this is this kind of an emergency, what do we have to do? And everybody has to do their own thing. Like Stevie would be in charge of getting everybody out the right exit door. There would be another scout that when they got out would have to count how many scouts. So, and then we would do that. Okay, if you were in a restaurant, if so in different places, we had to do different situations. Wow, different scenarios, yeah. that's amazing. You know, I, we very much practice safety as a top priority at all our academies. Mm -hmm. Stephen would be a good guy on our safety committee here to have, yeah. you know, with the safety, because it's, it's always needed in a place such as this. Mm -hmm. Now, a typical Boy Scout month, you guys, the, the troop would meet once monthly? We meet twice a month. Twice a month? Yes. Okay, where do you meet at? Right now we meet at All Saints Polish Church. It's on 17 Mile, just west of Mound. Okay, because I know you, Bovishin, Bovishin used we, to be we one of We used to do Bovishin. We did Bovishin for a lot of years, but with the COVID, the school uh, doesn't allow anybody, into any guest into the school, so we, we can't have it there. So but the church has jumped in and helped us out. So Boy, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Stephen, hello. How are you? I'm good. Welcome. Um, I see you're wearing a special sash around you there. Yeah. And if you folks notice, uh, all of those patches on there, some are for Eagle Scouting, but it's an accumulation of, of many, many years, because this program has been in existence for 42 years, mm -hmm. of earning various badges, okay? Uh, can you tell us about some of the merit badges on your vest? Uh. For cooking, cooking, art, uh, what's other ones? How about this one? That one's personal management. And I see the fire department one on there because they do have to meet with the fire department too, correct? Yes. Boy, how did they find time for all these meetings? Because I, I think when we talked, you mentioned that. Again, you've got city government mm -hmm. and then national government. Yeah. They have to attend so many They, they have to attend um, a meeting, like a city hall meeting, or they, or we can, if we can get it one taped, we watch it together as a group so that they don't have to go down to city hall. Okay, so that would be the city, that would be Warren, yeah. the city of Warren? Yes. Okay. Now what about the national part of it? Is that all? The national one, it's usually, we, we have a book that we can go by the guidelines, and it talks about, like, uh, the Congress, and it talks about the presidency, and it kind of gives them an insight on what it is, how it is to run a government. Wow, and how, how many weeks is that? that? That one, depending on our scouts, can take anywhere from two months to maybe six months, depending on how fast or how slow they can meet some of the requirements. Just to earn that one badge. Just to earn that one badge. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, there's a, a special medal on Stephen's shirt there with a cross. Can we get a capture that there, possibly? 
just put your hand behind it and kind of hold it up, Stephen. Like this, Stephen. What is that for? Like this. This one is a religious merit uh, badge. Um, you can, other than the regular merit badges, you can do for any of the religions. Stevie's Catholic, so that's a Catholic one. Yeah. He has, the requirements are that he has to get with the church, with the pastor, and they talk about um, the Ten Commandments, they talk about all the sacraments, they talk about being a Catholic um, member. So, and that's how he earns, the, that's how he earned that badge. That's yeah. part of the Boy Scout Pledge, doing your yep. duty to God. And your country. And your country. Okay. Yep. Now, you had said 21 merit badges for Eagle Scout alone. Mm -hmm. eight, eight out of those 21 are, are the most important. Yes. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about the rest of those. Because he's how many does he have on that vest right, right now? Right now he has 70 merit badges on that badge. Oh. You, can get, you, can, you can earn up to 121 merit badges. How, how many? 121. Sure. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, he stands a good chance of doing that yet, yeah. then, doesn't he? Yeah. Is there room on that sash? Yeah, back. yeah he already he has some on the back already. Okay. Yeah. So our newest merit badge is going to be medicine. So medicine. tell us a bit about that. What do you do? We don't know too much about it. We've had Shirley, Michael Buza's sister. She's a nurse, so she's going to get involved with that. But we're going to go visit a hospital and talk to a doctor, and they have to learn about. Um, medicines that are like over the counter, like aspirins and stuff, and medicines that you shouldn't take, like drugs you shouldn't take and stuff. So, okay, one of the merit badges I see on there is for cooking, mm -hmm. and I guess it's open fire cooking. Open fire okay. cooking, <laughs> and the cooking merit badge is also an eagle required merit badge, yeah. where they have to learn about food preparation. They have to learn about. Um, all the diseases, all the things you can get, all the sicknesses you can get from not cooked food, not food that's not cooked well enough, um, how to not get right over the fire, and if something catches on fire, they tell, kind of give you lead, they lead you into the right path to uh, how to take care of it. How, how to, to put the fire out, out yeah. how to extinguish it. Yeah. So they have to know about expiration dates for food. Yes. How long to cook it. How do they do that? Let's say, if they're cooking a burger, they're in the campground, they're cooking a burger. Yeah. Usually in the campground, it was, it's, especially at one of the Boy Scout camps, it's usually regulated when they're learning that mirror badge. And they have uh, therm thermometer, meat thermometers and things like that that they, they have. Then they show the kids how to use them. Those things are amazing. I don't know if you have one. Have you seen the digital ones? Yes. <laughs> Those are phenomenal. I mean, you cannot screw up a steak, let me tell you that. <laughs> Um, Stephen, tell us about yeah. some of the camp outs you've been on, where you've been. D bar A. D bar A. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Four times. Okay. Four times. And what do you do on these camp outs besides sleep in a tent? Working. Working? What do you guys do? Okay. They have to clear up the, the area all the time okay, with yeah. the tree limbs and stuff to make it clean. Okay. Clean. And you got to make sure your tent's on a level ground, obviously. Yep. Now, what about the, the hiking aspect of it? You hiking know? good. Yeah. How many? How long a hike do you take in the woods, you know, roughly? 110. No, not 100. He probably, <laughs> we, at D-Bar A, there's a nice pond, and we have a campsite that's really close to it. Okay. So every day we walk up to the pond, and some of the boys go fishing. That's and, what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah and, and then they come back. So that way they get a little bit of exercise in the morning before we start our daily routine. So. Now, 
one of the biggest fundraisers uh, used to be, and I say used to be, mm-hmm. with much a, sorrow, was yeah. the was the auto show, mm-hmm. the antique car show. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that, and if you think there's any chance that that may rejuvenate for one last hurrah, because it was great. Yeah. Um, the car show originated by me. Um, we, the scout troop at that time was low on funds, and we were trying to figure a way out, figure a way to do something to raise a little bit extra money to get some things for the boys. And my husband has a hot rod, and we know a lot of club members and stuff. So I and said, was- "Hey, I can, I can do, a, I can do a car show." And it took a lot. It took almost a year to get it together, but once it started, with the, after the first year was the hardest. After that, we did it for ten years. And I said, I just can't do it anymore. We had their parents are getting older; they were like in their seventies and eighties, and it takes a lot to to get it prepared that day. So we kind of just said, we're done. We can't do it anymore. So, but it was only supposed to be a one year thing. Wow, so. and it ended up going ten years. Yeah. I know the city of Warren; would they donate that lot to you? Yes. I know you guys have to you have to fence it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you provided a food truck and donuts and different things, plus some raffling, some great prizes yes, we were, to we make were your good. money. How much would you charge per vehicle? To come the in? vehicles coming in the day of were twenty dollars. Okay. And um, the in nobody said anything i mean you know everybody loved it so oh, yeah. and then we had everything all the food was donated we had supporters that donated all the food i had people that donated all the prizes so everything that was at our car shows was donated so we we really came out with the money that per profit per profit yeah per profit. and they have too yeah and you have i know the, the guys were out there in their full uniforms, and you had the the Order of Alhambra out there with their fezes running your raffles yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. You're renewing your charter again this year. Yes. Um, what is the possibility that you would maybe try to take that on again with some help? Let's say the Alhambra helped with a little more than just doing the raffles. Uh, we're not sure right now, because as the boys get older, it's harder to get them involved yeah. in a lot yes. of the things. So we're trying to re kind of refigure the the scout troop so that we can keep them motivated and have activities that they can do so as covid eases its grip which i hope it's doing yeah. more and more every day you may want to consider that because mm-hmm. i would say you could you could bill it as the last hurrah and you yeah. know you don't got so many antique car guys out there yeah and it's prior to the woodward dream cruise so they're looking for mm-hmm. something to do and, and everybody still asks they aren't you going to do it again and, oh, I, and, I, always say, and I always yeah. say well i don't know i don't know you so, and i you yeah. and i have to talk <laughs> You still have your spaghetti dinner, your annual spaghetti fundraiser. Tell us about that. We don't. We haven't had it since COVID. Yeah. So, but uh, the spaghetti dinner is another fundraiser, and it grew from a little hall that we had twenty people show up into this huge fundraiser. Um, Mont Clemens Elks gave us their hall, and the all the gifts all the we just have a tin can raffle and that was our pull into the spaghetti dinner mm-hmm. yeah. and what we would do is all year long we'd have people we'd say hey if you have something you don't want if you have a christmas present that you never open that you don't want just give it to us and we'll figure out a way to make it work and we had 130 most of the time we had 130 donations and what you do is put buy tickets and put them in the in the cans that's why we mm-hmm. can can raffle and people would walk away with boxes of gifts now steven did you help out at that raffle you guys yeah yeah what did you guys have to do hmm. set, set, tell them, set of toys set of toy 
all down there on the table. Toys set up on the tables and things yeah. like that. Didn't you guys spend the night there too? At McClellan Elks? No, we, at Jefferson Lodge we spend the, uh, we have a sleepover at the Jefferson that's, that's Lodge. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. We usually do that in February. All right. So. Keeps you out of the cold weather. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that the spaghetti dinner is something definitely attainable again, even if you do something on the the, uh, the grounds of carry out, you yeah. know, even. Yeah, because we had, uh, the last one we had all set up for the end of March and the beginning of March, the COVID started, so it kind of fell apart, but we're thinking about that one again. Well, I know these young men stay involved uh, with the Knights of Columbus Tootsie Roll uh, Drive. For those of you that don't know about that, it's an annual drive where the Knights of Columbus, it's a Catholic organization, they sell Tootsie Rolls, and their sole charity is for the mentally challenged. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your guys helping out with that when you did. The, uh, the scouts on the Good Friday weekend, a weekend before Easter, the Knights of Columbus sell Tootsie Rolls, and our boys go to um, a couple of places in Sterling Heights, usually grocery stores, and we spend the day, and we just we try to get money for the Knights of Columbus. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. Boy, I thank you so much for all that you guys do yeah. for all these charitable programs, helping others, which is, mm -hmm. which is part of Boy Scouting, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. Being being a friend to others, mm -hmm. and there was uh, the pumpkin patch situation. Are you guys yes. doing that this fall? Yes, we yeah. do. We do three service projects a year. The most important one is the pumpkin patch, which is done out of Montclemens Elks, which now it's Warren and Sterling Heights because the Elks in Montclemens had to merge with one of the other ones. So we do that. That is coming up the last Monday of this month. And we give out, we go there and we, in our uniforms, and we give out candy to all the special needs kids that come in. Yeah. You guys don't have to take any candy for yourselves, do you? No. Absolutely. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and free hot dogs. Vicki, tell us yeah. a little bit about the honor of being in the Order of the Arrow. If you could just hold okay. up that sash there, Derek, Can if you could get, get a... Yeah. Hold it like that. Okay, the Order of the Arrow is a national honor society with the Boy Scouts of America. Uh, it's for ego, it's for any scout or scouter that um, wants to join. Um, usually, most of the scouts that are are Order of the Arrow, they have to do. Um, there's three levels. There's brother, there's ordeal, brotherhood, and then vigil. Vigil is the highest. Um, they go out as the Order of the Arrow is um, a organization that they they do service projects they do service projects basically at the boy scout camps because the boy scout camps need a lot of like a lot of repair in may they'll go out there and they'll fix everything that needs to be done out there now how many of your guys have earned the highest order of order of the arrow only one mark ray is our visual we have we have a total of eight Mark Ray is our vigil. We have four in the Brotherhood, and the rest are just ordeal. Okay. Do you think some some more may rise to at least Brotherhood? Um, I don't think so. They're just as you get older, it's it's harder to to get them involved. So. I understand. Well, I'll tell you, it's an honor for Life Enrichment Academy to have these eight individuals amongst us here, mm -hmm. and at Shelby. Um, they're a great group of guys. So Vicki and Steven, we're so glad you joined us here today to okay. share some of the great things about Troop 390. 
and what you've accomplished over the last 42 years yep. as scouts. Um, these guys have gone above and beyond attaining their goals as Boy Scouts. We want to wish you all the best with Troop 390's upcoming year. We hope you realize the hopes and dreams for the future. Stay together, guys. You have come such a long way. That's it for today in this edition of LEA's Our Voice. Until next time, take care. <laughs>